1: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports
2: Radio. Happy Thursday night, everybody tuned in and locked in. It is the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. We got a super producer and host, Dave Shepard. He's holding it down for us in New York City. And I'm going to be holding it down here on the airwaves for the next four hours. This is the beginning of the show. I'm here every weeknight starting at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific. Much love to everybody listening all over North America. People on the highways, side streets, the roads, at work, at home, at school, wherever the hell you at. Thank you for listening. You can always listen on the free Odyssey app. Much love to everybody tuned in on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliates. We got people tuned in. Sirius XM channel 158. And you can always listen on a smart speaker. Ask it to play CBS Sports Radio. It's Thursday. You know what that means. It's Thursday night football. It's going on right now in Buffalo. The Buffalo Bills just scored a touchdown and Buffalo leads Tampa Bay 24-10. The Buffalo Bills trying to get back on track after a disappointing loss to the New England Patriots this past Sunday. And, well, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, let's be real. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are just out here wasting everybody's time. They're wasting their own damn time until they find a legitimate replacement for Tom Brady, not that you will find one, say a decent quarterback and a decent team to play with. I mean, the team is starting to age in the wrong direction. I think the Buccaneers are going to get worse over the next couple of seasons before they get better. We'll keep you up to date on that game and talk some uh, NFL action on this Thursday night to begin already what is week eight of the NFL season. And so we'll get there. Also, in Milwaukee right now, going out to Wisconsin, Damian Lillard is making his debut as a Milwaukee Buck. The Bucks currently trail the Philadelphia 76ers. They're in the fourth quarter right now. The score Philadelphia 102, Milwaukee 100. A little less than 5 minutes left in this game. Well, uh, at one point recently, like as in right now, uh, the 76ers went on almost like a 14 to nothing run, uh, but the Bucks are now keeping it close after they pretty much led uh, the duration of the game. Damian Lillard in his debut so far, has 25 points. Damian Lillard, in the first half of this game, had 21 points. And so I guess he needs to save some of that energy and gas here for the end of the game, something that he's always done for the majority of his career. One of the most clutch players the league has ever seen. His all-star teammate uh, forming the other half of freak time. Giannis Etetokounmpo with 19 points. Uh, Also, when this game is done, the Los Angeles Lakers will be in action against the Phoenix Suns. Or should I say Kevin Durant and some guys, because it appears that Bradley Beal and Devin Booker will not be in action. We'll talk about that. Already interesting that we have a, a few NBA stars already dealing with some injuries. Eight five five two one two four 212 4 cbs is the number. That's eight five five two one two four 212 4 cbs is the number. You can find me online everywhere at JR Sport Brief. Throughout the course of the night, uh, besides Thursday night football, the two big NBA games that pretty much complete the start of the NBA regular season, we have some other news. Uh, we're going to get into Deshaun Watson. You know, he had to defend himself uh, earlier today because of a shoulder injury. People are starting to question – whether or not he even wants to play. The Miami Dolphins have been selected to participate in HBO's Hard Knocks here in the season, and the Miami Dolphins as you can imagine are not happy, especially with their Super Bowl aspirations. Dalvin Cook, this man wants off of the New York Jets, and it's not necessarily for a reason that you would uh, you know, think right out of the gate. Dusty Baker says goodbye officially to Houston and to managing and we're going to get into that. But I want to start the show off here. There's someone who wants to say goodbye to the city of Philadelphia. Dusty Baker had the ultimate success in four years with the Astros. Okay, He won a World Series last season, and now he's out. The basketball team that's playing right now in Milwaukee against the Milwaukee Bucks is the Philadelphia 76ers. And we know for a long time here, James Harden wanted to say goodbye. He wants to say goodbye to the Sixers. He wants to get the hell away from Dalmory, who he called a liar. The dude said he will never play for Dalmory again. And he shows up late to training camp. He decides to leave. And then he decides to come back. And so we learn more about this, this ridiculous story surrounding James Harden. Shep, are you you ready for this, Shep?
0: No, I'm sick of James Harden,
2: JR. Well, listen, you're sick of James Harden. Well, times and things might be fixed soon enough. James Harden shows up to work yesterday after almost a week and a half absence. We found out today that he went to practice. He thought he was going to get on the team plane. And the security said, nah, you, you're not welcome. And that head coach Nick Nurse and basketball executive Elton Brand, yeah, you know Elton Brand used to play for the Clippers and the Sixers and the Bulls, that they told him, man, it's, it's best that you not join us here on our trip to Milwaukee, that you stay and work out at the facility and stay behind. Like, you know, work, get into basketball shape, and then join us. And so James Harden reluctantly has done so. And so there is no James Harden in Milwaukee tonight. I assume he's in Philadelphia, the New Jersey region, working out. Now, where does that leave the Sixers? That potentially leaves the Sixers now in trouble with the NBA. You might remember, Adam Silver has made a point of this. We don't want star players who are available, we don't want star players who can actually go and play, not showing up to the arenas and not playing. And so the NBA is actually looking into whether or not the Philadelphia 76ers violated a rule by not bringing James Harden on the trip to the arena because he would technically not be injured. And it's it's like, damn it, How how many more twists... How many more turns can we have here with this James Harden situation? James Harden is basically burning down the entire bridge. Well, he's burned the bridge. He's, he's I, throw, I don't know what happens when the bridge is burned. You, you look at it and stare. You watch and you leave. He's burned the bridge. And not only has he burned the bridge, he's, he's walked away. And now the Sixers could potentially be punished because He's the one who wanted to stay away. And they told him, listen, man, you don't want to be a part of the team? Then just stay behind. And because he's technically not injured, the Sixers could potentially be punished. And I know we've all probably heard all of the rumors of Joel Embiid wants out. And Joel Embiid doesn't want to be there. And then he's ready to move on. And it's all rumors and hearsay. But can you really make any of this up? When the team now could potentially be punished because they got a jerk like James Harden who makes it very clear that he doesn't want to be there? It's like even Nick Nurse is is tired of this. And Nick Nurse is going to have to answer this, what? Every day now, what's the latest with James Harden? He was asked about what's going on with the situation. And Nick Nurse said, man, I'm not thinking about nothing but basketball.
3: My concerns right now are... Really going to be focused on the game tomorrow night. Like we've put a lot into this, and we're in a great space. I think mentally and preparation-wise, and all that stuff.
2: That's what I'll continue to do. That's all a coach can say. What Nick Nurse really wants to say is, man, I'm I'm sick of talking about James Harden. And if the Philadelphia 76ers happen to be punished because James Harden didn't travel with the team, then Nick Nurse is going to have no choice but to talk about James Harden. The Sixers, unfortunately, from the process up until now, they've been bookended as a joke. They really have. You bring in Joel Embiid, he comes in, he got busted up feet. You bring in Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons comes in and Ben Simmons can't go out there and play. He has no confidence. He wants to leave. He looks like a, a cartoon character on the sidelines. He decides to quit playing basketball because he's afraid to get fouled. The, the fans turn on him. They had Okafor at one point in time. This man couldn't even play in the modern NBA right now. Sam Hinkie is gone. He's not part of the process anymore. And so the Philadelphia 76ers have gone through all of this. Don't even get me started on Michael Carter-Williams and Markel Fultz. The the fact is that the process for the Sixers has been a dub. And, okay, yes, it's nice right now that you have Tyrese Maxey. It's beautiful. But at the end of the day, if Joel Embiid decides to, I don't know, leave or exit stage left, they're really left with nothing. The process is done, it's dead, it's over. down Morey, man, he might have he might have missed the might missed the boat already with James Harden. At this point of the season, what are you what are you moving him for? You gonna hold on to the dude during the trade deadline? Or through the trade deadline in February? Are you just gonna stick him in mothballs? Well, you can't do that with the new NBA rules. Are you going to hire somebody to hit James Harden in the quads so he doesn't have to go out there and play? This is a lose-lose situation for the Philadelphia 76ers. I don't see a pathway where they get better this season. It appears that they peaked last season and then they choked in the playoffs. Thank you, uh, James Harden. I mean, for his contributions there, Joel Embiid certainly choked too. And the process is done, man. It's over. They've run out of gas. And all they can do now is, is trade James Harden for a bag of peanuts. James Harden, I believe, for the, the majority. And now of, for the better part of whatever's left of his career, he's cooked. Who wants him? He would go to the Clippers and do what? I have no idea how both he and Russell Westbrook or he and Kawhi or he and Paul George, I have no idea how they would all play together. I don't care how you stagger minutes and substitutions. And, yes, somebody, maybe half of the guys are going to be hurt, but that makes no sense. James Harden is obsolete. His attitude, his age, it's, it's basically moved him out of the league. And so after leaving the Houston Rockets and watching them fall into the toilet and and leaving the Brooklyn Nets and helping them kind of sort of fall into the abyss, if you want to talk about James Harden's latest hit, this issue, this potential exit from the Philadelphia 76ers, this could be his biggest one of all. I know what I'd like, though i like for James Harden just to to move along, exit stage left, and no longer play in the NBA. That would be an ideal situation. As the stomach turns and churns, now the Sixers might get punished for James Harden not showing up to work and for punishing him in return. It's a pretty ridiculous stuff. The Milwaukee Bucks are leading. It looks like they're gonna hold on to beat Philadelphia unless there's some type of type of miracle 116 to 111, the Bucks lead. About 35 seconds left in the game, and out in Buffalo, the Bills have a commanding 34 to 10 lead now over these Bucks. Scores at 24-10. It feels like 34-10 when you take a look at how the Buccaneers are actually playing. It's the JR. Sport Reshow Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. When we come back, instead of talking about this bum James Harden, we're going to talk about someone who's actually a classy individual. His name is Dusty Baker. And officially today, Thursday in Houston, Dusty Baker said farewell to the Houston Astros organization. And better yet, Dusty Baker said, "Ah, I'm not leaving, but I'll see you soon. We'll hear from Dusty. We're going to talk more about these games. It's a lot to do on a Thursday night. The Jr. Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio.
0: You're listening to the Jr. Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio." to hear from you call him now at 855-212-4CBS that's 855-212-4227 it's
2: the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio well there's a final in Milwaukee the Milwaukee Bucks beat the Philadelphia 76ers 118-117 This was the home debut. This was the the ultimate debut here for Damian Lillard. He finishes tonight with 39 points. 14 of those points came in the final four minutes. And so you can already go out there and and draw the conclusion and the understanding that uh, Shep, freak, freak time. Freak time, right?
1: Yeah, it it wouldn't make sense for them to have called it Freaky Time. I know there was some uh, rumor that that's what it was going to be. It's got to be Freak Time. It's Greek Freak.
2: You can't do Freaky Time. It's just Freak Time. Yeah, I mean, you could
1: do Game Time or Dame Time, but you can't do Freaky Time.
2: Okay, all right. Well, Freak Time is in full effect here. Uh, Damian Lillard finishing tonight with 39 points, 21 of those points coming in the first half. And this is exactly why you bring in a Damian Lillard because there are very few dudes in the NBA right now who can just drop 14 points in in four minutes. This is what makes uh, a conversation we had last night with a caller comical. uh, When I asked him specifically about the Milwaukee Bucks adding Damian Lillard, I said, does Damian Lillard make the Bucks better? And he goes, "Uh, no, not really. But uh, that that just means that they added more talent. It's just uh, a pretty funny situation. A matter of fact, let's go ahead and and listen to this audio uh, from TNT. This is Giannis. He had a bucket, helping to extend the lead by three in the fourth quarter. Listen. Maxi the other way. Gives it to Embiid.
0: Embiid challenged by Lopez. Missed it. Giannis with a rebound. Racing off the other way. A Eurostep lays it up and in. Count it with another one. Coming out of the house. The Bucks. Have stampeded their way back to a three-point lead with a chance to make it four.
2: Yeah, this is the Bucks radio network right there. And then I told you Damian Lillard went to work. This is him driving to the basket, extending the lead to eight. Damian Lillard picked up at the top of the
0: arc, defended by Kelly Oubre Jr. Drives around Oubre, gets the corner, lays it off the window and good with a foul.
2: Damian Lillard, right back to work. And we know Damian Lillard. He's not necessarily known for going to the basket. He's known for game finishing threes. Well, it's one of the things he did tonight as well. Extending the lead, 116 to 111. This was the go-home three-pointer. Lillard, step-back three,
0: on the way. Welcome to the Cream City. Game time has arrived with 107 to go.
2: Final score, 118 to 117. Uh, Damian Lillard scores 39 points in his Milwaukee Bucks debut. Giannis Etetokounmpo has 23 points to go along with 13 rebounds. And for the 76ers, without James Harden, uh, Tyrese Maxey with 31. The reigning MVP, Joel Embiid, with 24. Tobias Harris with 20 points you might forget or may not know Kelly Oubre Jr. is now on the team coming off of the bench he had 27 points Uh, let me go ahead and, and, and say this as well as we talked about James Harden in the last break now that the NBA is looking to whether or not he should have been with the team or traveled with the squad the first fine for a violation, where a player doesn't play or show up when he is not injured, is $100,000. And it continues to escalate from there. And so this might be an expensive fine uh, for the Sixers if the, they are found to uh, be in violation. It's like uh, everybody's being punished with this James Harden situation. James Harden, the fans, the team, the players, it's everybody's out here suffering. And then it, the team has to answer about it. It's crazy. 855-212-4CBS. Marcus here from Arizona.
3: Hey, good evening, sir. How are
2: you tonight? I'm terrific. What's on your mind?
3: Well, I just had some uh, um, nachos, so I've got a nice f- f- full belly to talk to you about. Uh, James Harden and maybe the Diamondbacks, by the way, are champions.
2: What do you think about that? What do I think about what?
3: Well, first off james is a spoiled brat um for me at the end of the day he needs to follow protocol and let 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 the team decide what they need to do with him not vice versa i mean you and i and everybody in in the real world has to do the same thing why is he any different
2: well he he, you just said it yourself he's not in the quote-unquote real world He's in the entertainment world. Uh, he's making thirty plus million dollars a year and that makes him a well, very see,
3: that's difficult. what I mean. He's a I'm spoiled brat. You, you
2: you asked me a question, Mark. I just gave you the answer. What's your next question?
3: Okay, I appreciate that answer. Then um, did the Diamondbacks actually I mean when, when they won the world when they took game seven Everybody contributed from the first batter to the last batter. Uh, The pitching staff was outstanding, fought the young rookie, was amazing. Mr. Walker, Marte, all those folks. I did a little homework so I could talk to you proper. Um, All those guys, and I appreciate you letting me talk because I want to get better at this so I could talk to you because I have no one else to talk about sports just me and um, because that's all I do is watch sports but no one to talk to and sure this is on the grand stage but the biggest thing I want to say is that it's been 26 years and and the biggest thing that I take from it is it takes a team effort it takes everybody to be on the same page it's just like you and the crew there and TBS It takes everybody on the same page to make it all work. And if anything one thing is off, then it could go way. And yeah, that's well, what I want to say about the diamondbacks. Thanks. And you. I wanted to There's huh? more.
2: Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. And I quick. wanted to
3: Yeah, and I wanted to say to the Philly fans that we I appreciate you as as a team, what you accomplished.
2: Good luck to you in the next season,
3: and we'll see what happens.
2: All right. Well, you're a great man, Mark. Thank you for being uh, so kind to the Philly fans. Appreciate you. You have a good night, okay?
3: All right. And hopefully next time, um, I can talk more
2: with you. Hey, I'll be right here. You know where to find me, okay? All right. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Mark, for calling from Arizona. That makes two of us. Neither one of us have anybody to talk to. I just sit here and talk to the whole country. That's what I do. eight five five two one two four cbs john is calling from colorado what's up john
3: hey what's going on man thanks for taking my call sure i'm in the middle of nowhere southern colorado just driving home from work i hear your show all the time and i appreciate you giving me a couple minutes a couple seconds
2: though a couple seconds is right what's up?
3: hey the nuggets the denver nuggets we're just thrilled with them out here uh they've done it organically they've done it through the draft a couple moves here and there that starting five will put up against anybody in the NBA. They need some work on the bench, but they're they're back, but they're going to be good.
2: Well, I think, yeah, well, I think without question, they're going to be good. Uh, as you said, the, the bench or the depth is the issue. I don't know if good is going to be good enough for them to go out there and compete. I am almost certain that throughout the, the season, especially as we start pulling up, to the trade deadline, that they're going to be active in trying to figure out, you know, how they could potentially maybe get some depth. Because I look at someone like Michael Porter Jr., and he is paid like he is a a star, a superstar. And he ain't, you know? And he's he's ridiculously uh, inconsistent. And I think at this point, if he doesn't grow into that role, which it doesn't look like it, uh, it's going to be some rough going. Yeah, Are they going to be good? Yes, they, without a shot of a doubt, they're going to be good. They're going to be in a mix. I just don't know if, if they're going to be good enough. It depends on what they're able to do with the roster, man.
3: Right on. Thanks for your time.
2: Most certainly. Thank you, John, for calling from Colorado. Yeah, winning championships is not easy. Not by any stretch of the imagination, let alone uh, going out there and repeating. You know, teams uh, win the championship, players want to make money, salaries go up. The budget typically doesn't go up that damn much, and the NBA is about parity. That's why if you're trying to go out there and spend and spend and spend, there comes a point in time where you got to make difficult decisions. And uh, Bruce Brown last night for the Pacers, I think this guy had like 24 points and knocked down every three-pointer in the world, and it's like, wow, man, that's that's something that the Nuggets might miss you know, every now and then. Uh, Speaking of of championships and not being easy to come by, we told you about Dusty Baker. Officially retiring, officially calling it a wrap. Dusty Baker had his press conference today, walking away from the Houston Astros after that Game 7 elimination at the hands of the Texas Rangers. The man won a championship last year, came on and joined the Houston Astros to basically do mop-up duty And Dusty Baker, in saying goodbye, he was very gracious. He's like, hey, I'm not leaving. Maybe I'll still be around a little bit. But I hope, I hope the team is in better hands and in a better place now that I was just there. Listen to Dusty.
4: The one thing that I try to do, I'm
3: very conscious of, is that the the place I'm leaving from is in better shape and condition than when I got there. And uh, I, I hope that, you know, we're in better shape uh, now than when I got here.
2: That's, that's only, only a cool dude like Dusty could say something like that. Not patting himself on the back too much. And just like, man, I just hope I contributed something. Man, they won a World Series with you. They brought you in to, to, to do mop-up duty and clean-up duty for the whole entire sign-stealing scandal. And so, yeah, absolutely, they're in better hands than than when you showed up. Well, before you showed up, they were they were a hated squad. Still hated, but less because of you, Dusty. Jim Crane runs the whole damn thing, owns the whole damn thing, and he's thankful for Dusty.
4: A huge thank you, Dusty, um, from not only the staff, the entire organization, all the players, Uh, all our fans and and, uh, really everybody in the building. You were a great example for everyone. Uh, We love you and uh, we'll miss you. And you came in and helped us when we needed some help. And you did a great job. And I think you were the only guy that could do that in the business. So I told you that the other day. Um, Did a fantastic job. The record speaks for itself. Uh, He'll be missed and I know the players will miss him. Uh, Always got a smile on his face, always got something cool to say. Uh, He's a great guy and a great friend, and thank you very much for everything you did. Yeah,
2: it'll it'll be interesting to see what the Houston Astros do uh, moving forward, who they bring in as a GM, if they're able to still compete on the same level that they've had for the past four years with Dusty. And and I can go back to to, let's tackle on the three years prior uh, seven seasons of of just going to the A.F.S. or excuse me, uh, the American League Championship Series. That's 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 not easy, let alone going to a World Series. And so I, I know we've had a lot of people call me up and talk about whether or not this Houston Astros stretch or this run has been a a dynasty. I don't think they've won enough for them to be there a, a dynasty. Actually, go ahead and win another championship. But this stretch is it over maybe possibly i mean what are they going to do go go on for another three years alcs i'm not so sure uh, kudos to dusty baker he didn't win another world series he didn't go on to another one but you can't dispute the fact after winning a championship last year that dusty baker is he's going out on top even with the loss this week congratulations to dusty baker it's the jr sport Re show here with you on cbs sports radio 855-212-4cbs we're going to get into more of uh, the milwaukee bucks and damian lillard's debut we're going to talk some thursday night football between the buffalo bills and the buccaneers and you know what dusty baker's leaving there's a guy in the new york jets apparently he wants to leave too i'm going to tell you who it is we'll hear from him as well
0: You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, you make my drive so
2: much more enjoyable coming home from work late at night every day.
0: Call in now at 855 212 4CBS.
2: Well, yeah, man, I, I I hope you're safe out there. I hope I'm keeping you company. Ain't no wrong with that. We're friends. Feel free to call me up, too. I'll pick the phone up. Well, I, I won't pick the phone up, but if I see you here on the line, I'll, I'll pick you up. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. You just heard from Marco Belletti, and we talked about it a little bit as well, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks going out there, winning their first game with Damian Lillard teamed up with Giannis Uh The final score there, 118-117, to 117. Damian Lillard scoring 39 points in his debut. We'll talk more about that at the top of the hour. Before we went to break, we talked about Dusty Baker uh, giving his official farewell and having his official retirement press conference with the Houston Astros. And then we talked about that James Harden guy who – You know, he showed up to work, thought he was going to go to Milwaukee, and they said, nah, man, you can't get on the team plane. And now the 76ers are being investigated by the NBA as to whether or not James Harden was healthy enough to travel with the team. So as the world turns, and, you know, there's always dissension, and James Harden isn't the only professional athlete who wants to end up on a new team. You got to go to the New York Jets, yeah. The New York Jets who are surprising three and three without Aaron Rodgers, the New York Jets who just beat the Philadelphia Eagles last week and the New York Jets who are trying to go four and three against their in stadium, New York, New Jersey rivals, the New York giants this upcoming Sunday. But there's a guy on the team who doesn't want to be there. That dude is Dalvin cook. Remember He signed with the New York Jets late in the offseason, late in training camp, Uh, basically decided to join the squad because of Aaron Rodgers. And Brees Hall has returned from his ACL tear last year. And when Brees Hall touches the ball, great things happen. Brees Hall leads the league with almost seven yards a carry, which is still unbelievable to think about. But when Dalvin Cook gets the ball, He's barely getting you not even three yards a carry. And so if you do math, if a first down is 10 yards and one guy is going almost seven and another dude is hardly even getting a three, who the hell are you giving a ball to? And so Dalvin Cook, who was released from his contract with the Minnesota Vikings because partially his yards per carry started to decrease year after year despite his numbers, he says he's still the same player. Before we hear from Dalvin Cook today, I want you to listen to Rob Sala yesterday when he was asked about Dalvin Cook's role in comparison to what he did in Minneapolis. Robert,
0: with Dalvin Cook, how tough is it to go from... What he was in Minnesota,
4: like a high volume back to transitioning into the role he's in now. and How much do you think that could be affecting his performance? Um, I, I, it's really tough. Um, you know, you, I spoke about it with Bryce Hall, right? He, he was a starter, and then he goes to being a backup. But uh, what you like about uh, Delvin is just his mindset and his 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 selflessness to to prepare the right way and to encourage guys and to coach guys up and. Uh, I will say this with Delvin, I do think the Philadelphia game, he looked the best running the ball. Remember, he didn't have OTAs, he didn't have training camp, and and if you really look at it and you say, okay, a guy needs about four weeks of acclimation, that puts you around week five, which is Philadelphia, where you start seeing him hitting his top speeds and uh, his GPS numbers are improving and... uh, um, uh week six for philadelphia i thought he did a really nice job in week five too but um i do think he's getting better i do think he's getting his legs underneath him i do think he's running better with more uh with more violence and uh and looking more like him and uh you know so hopefully we can continue to springboard that
2: man that's a head coach shoveling everybody you know what dalvin cook in six games has rushed for 109 yards and has zero touchdowns the man has not had one run go past 10 yards there's a reason he ain't touching the ball and it has nothing to do with him going out there and ramping up but Dalvin Cook he spoke to the media today they asked him about whether or not he wants to be traded whether or not he wants to handle the ball more and he basically said I'm the same dude listen to this interaction
0: do you feel you're the same guy, the same back that you were, the guy who rushed for four straight 1,000 yard yards?
4: Yeah, what's different?
1: And less touches. That's it.
4: <laughs>
1: but your average is lower, too. Like You're like two-point-something. Does that
0: play into not getting it alive?
4: Yeah, get a lot? Yeah, obviously. got to get some momentum going. Gotta get. Nah, your average would be down. You leave a game with three carries. So this whole this is a whole a new world for you. Yeah, it is. It's um something that I'm adjusting to. But well, uh, uh, I was raised up, man. I I don't run from situations. I I bow up and I just get better, man. I, like I said, I'm sharpening my eye every day. You know, whenever them carries come my way, I'm gonna be ready to explode and be ready to beat Dalvin. Like I'm me, man. Like I ain't. When the time comes, I'm going to be me, and I'm going to be ready to go. You said you have to talk to your agent, but have you had those thoughts? Like, while, you know, even over the bye, like if you have those thoughts, then maybe somewhere else would be better. You never know. Like, I, 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 didn't, I don't have those talks. Like, for me, I think that's, like, kind of clouding the mind. Listen, man,
2: I give credit to the reporter for asking or following up by saying, well, you understand your yards per carrier down, and his only retort is, well, if I had more carries, the yards per carry would go up. And it's just like, well, why does Brees Hall have almost seven and you have less than three? I mean, that would have been the next question, but that would have, been a, that would have had a nasty response. So, look, Dalvin Cook can go ahead and talk himself into circles. His yards per carry has dropped uh, year over year, even when he was with Minneapolis, with Minnesota, the Vikings. And it will be interesting to see whether or not the New York Jets can even move on, to him, move on from him, uh, given his contract. We know nobody wants to really pay running backs, at least uh, not these high ridiculous amounts. And for a dude who is uh, making $7 million this year, and we're about halfway through the season, who wants to trade for him? Somebody is going to have to be desperate and say, hey, we don't have a running back. I mean, for all of this, I might as well pull a, a Leonard Fournette off of the street if he can go ahead and and give us a a couple of yards, because Dalvin Cook is not generating anything. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. The NFL trade deadline, it's Halloween, October 31st. Chris is calling from California. Be quick, Chris. You're on CBS Sports Radio.
3: JR, how you doing? I just want to say, Dusty Baker, I, I was fortunate enough to catch your comments on him. This guy has been doing it for so long in the game of baseball. He's such a class act. He was such a great player with the Dodgers. And I mean, those matchups against the Yankees, late 70s, early 80s, it's amazing. The Yankees won two out of three because the Dodger lineup was so stacked and Dusty Baker was right in the middle of it. And when he retired as a player, he just moved on and he just, uh, he's an inspiration, man. And uh Want to thank you for uh you know all the comments on him. The guy's just phenomenal.
2: No, no doubt about it, Chris. Thank you for calling from California. Let's go to Michigan and talk to Greg. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey JR Mr. Positive,
3: I gotta tell you real quick, uh, is playing, he's got the swagger. I'm proud of my bills. Um, but they're gonna be so up and down. Um I, I always ask you this should I be concerned? because you know uh, best and I just uh, like to defer to you and uh, uh I, just,
2: I don't do I don't know best uh, but the Buffalo Bills they were going to be hard pressed to you know be like one and two in offense and defense like they were last year uh are, are they the same type of team I don't think so but I think when the dust settles if they're healthy I still think they'll be competitive uh, here, they to here to go back to the AFC Say Can again, Greg uh,
3: get some in the deadline Can uh they...
2: I, I'm 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 not sure. I don't know if they could bring anyone in that's going to be that much of an impact. I have heard about Allen Thielen, or excuse me, Adam Thielen. Uh, we know that he with the Carolina Panthers ain't they ain't going nowhere. Um, let's see what they can do. Very good, my friend. Hey everyone, agents of inclusion, go for your dreams. Thanks, chair. Thank you so much, Greg, for calling from Michigan. We're going to talk about the Buffalo Bills uh, right now. They are still up twenty-four to ten. Over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, less than eight minutes left in the game right now. Uh, Buffalo leading 24-10. to 10. Uh, They're looking to improve their record to 5-3, and three coming off of that disappointing loss against the New England Patriots. And Tampa Bay, uh, they coming off of their own disappointing loss, losing to the Atlanta Falcons via field goal. Uh, the difference is, one team, yeah, come on out. B- Buffalo, they should make the postseason. I'm almost certain of that. Tampa Bay, where they going? These Buccaneers are going absolutely nowhere. Baker Mayfield is the placeholder on a Buccaneer ship that ain't moving. It's just the facts. I don't feel bad for the Bucs, though. Some Tom Brady guy helped them win a championship. Can't complain there. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Eight five five two one two four 212 4 cbs is the number that's eight five five two one two four 212 4 cbs When we come back on the other side of the break, I told you I want to talk about Mr. Giannis Atetokounmpo and Damian Lillard, who made his debut tonight for a winning Bucks team. We're going to get into Deshaun Watson. The Dolphins are going to join Hard Knocks. You just heard Greg reference the Lakers. They're in action against Kevin Durant and the Suns. We got a lot to do. The JR Sport Brief, CBS Sports Radio.
0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you
1: could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe.